You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews at jaysrunacouch.com, and... Forgive me for not sounding too thrilled as I record this episode. You would be talking this way too if you had to see some of the things I've had to see over the past week of fake Blue Jays baseball. We're going to be talking about it because I don't have much else to talk about. And I I honestly need to vent. Plain and simple. I am so frustrated with this team right now like it, it it's almost impossible for them to do things much like last year and so at least things are consistent but it's it's just been a severe issue trying to watch this team there there are two severe issues trying to watch this team and I will get into both of them on this episode and well let's start with the one we know the one that is holding true across the multitude of universes that people are participating in where they try and figure out how the Blue Jays would have done this season the Blue Jays can't freaking hit the ball oh they can hit home runs that's been very clear. They can hit home runs to the best of any ability that they want. But they can't hit. Let me let me just kind of, you know, balance what, what this means. Um, right now, the Blue Jays have played 53 of 162 games in the simulated season. That's 53 Twitter chains that I have been detailing what's been going on in the game. This is the longest losing streak of the season they've been on. And the fact that three of those losses have come against the Baltimore Orioles have made it very, very difficult to be able to take seriously. Or sanely, honestly. But the problem in the past few losses has been very clear. Blue Jays are facing a mediocre at best Orioles squad, like disgustingly bad at worst, facing a pitching staff that should be lit the heck up. And they have scored eight runs in three games. And that's despite hitting home runs, because that's what they do. This Blue Jays team has hit 92 home runs so far. In those 53 games. That is tied for first in the American League. And yet their batting average is a paltry 247. It's the same amount of runs they've scored. But that 247 batting average is 10th in the American League. On base is 312. Also 10th in the American League. And it's just... it It doesn't help the team like like it's the same issue you saw with a lot of these young pitchers last year with like 
having to pitch perfect because they knew the offense wasn't going to be able to bail them out. And again, it's it's just that lack of, of being able to chain hits, of, you know, getting two or three singles in a row. How many times this week have the Blue Jays just not been bombed into oblivion, but just nicked and and cut piece by piece until they were broken husks of a team or a manager, in my case. But like it's it's the inability to move runners over. I take tonight's game, another four three loss in extra innings to the Orioles. I was more excited that the Blue Jays were able to generate a run on a single hit in the eighth inning than I was seeing Teoscar Hernandez and Kevin Biggio hit fake home runs. And Teoscar, that was a, like, it cleared the restaurant. That was, that was an impressive shot. But watching Biggio lead off with a double and then seeing Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., even without recording hits, do what they need to do to get Biggio around a score. I mean, I would much rather see that out of the Blue Jays, but I don't. I just see the same problems. I see batters getting overly aggressive and swinging at the first pitch and just bouncing it to the shortstop. I see players that, you know, will will fall behind early and then foolishly chase a slider out of the zone or, or a fastball inside and and sit down for strike three and not move anything. It's... It's frustrating, and you can you can see that they're still just trying to hit long balls. I don't know how many fly balls I saw over the past few days just die at the warning track because they just they're trying to launch them. You know, they're trying to get that launch angle up and hit the hit the home runs instead of you know sharp liners into the gap. But it's it's just led to the perception that the pitchers have to be perfect in order to even get close to a victory. And that's never something you want to have to put on a pitching staff. It's you, you want to, you know, allow your pitchers to, to feel like, yeah, if, if a mistake is made, it's all right. You can, you can cover one or two mistakes. Like Hyunjin Ryu made two mistake pitches in his start on Friday night. Gave up the two home runs, one to Jose Rondon, the other to Trey Mancini, who in this universe is still, still torturing the Blue Jays. He had the winning RBI tonight. I swear, I'm going to trade, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to trade for him just, just to get him away from Baltimore. But yeah, it it just gets really frustrating to know that you're sending guys up there who don't have any awareness about the situation and are just going to ground out. And, you know, again, it, it grates on you, especially against pitchers who should not be able to do that. I mean, the Orioles have used two pitchers that are currently double-A prospects on other teams that got cut in this season. Quentin Torres Costa is a Brewers prospect. Wyatt Short is a Cubs prospect. Both lefties are up with this club. And Quentin Torres Costa has just baffled the Blue Jays. So I don't even know what to do with it anymore. Orioles are 6-3 and three against 
the Blue Jays in a simulated season, and it doesn't make any sense. But, again, here we are in this position. And it's not even, it's not even the biggest problem with this team right now. And, you know, it, it pains me because, you know, you would think that the Blue Jays' offensive problems could just be solved by our title sponsors at Built Bar. Built Bar being the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Um, you just go to BuiltBar.com. You can pick whatever order you want. You get your choice of 16 amazing flavors. Eight of them are chocolate nut combos. Eight of them don't have nuts. They're coated in 100% chocolate. They're really easy to chew. It's like it's like an all-nougat bar. And they're low-calorie. They're low-sugar. They're high in protein. They're high in fiber. I literally burned off the mint brownie uh, bar just by using my mini uh, elliptical. It took me like 30 minutes, and I burned it off. So you, you can eat it and enjoy it and not have to worry about, you know, what it might do to your diet. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now, use that promo code locked on, you'll get 10%, sorry, $10. That's even better than 10%. 10 whole dollars off your first order. So use that promo code locked on for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And this episode is also brought to you by 24, the inspiring story from Willie Mays, the legend of baseball. He tells life stories and lessons um, and shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding his life on and off the field, meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. I could use some of that right now, but it is what it is. Uh... The audiobook is available. It has a foreword read by Bob Costas. It has a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author John Shea. And it's just a way to feel involved with baseball again. Because, I mean, we're all missing baseball right now. Uh, so if you're if you're looking for that experience or just looking for a gift for Father's Day, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. So buy the audiobook edition of 24 now, wherever audiobooks are sold. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so I said the offense was really annoying me, but that is only a minor inconvenience compared to the true source of my ire the past few days and that has been this Blue Jays bullpen which has been absolutely gong show ridiculous lately and I believe we recall my my problems with the bullpen tried to address them earlier this year um claim Craig Stammen off waivers from San Diego and for the most part that paid off really well he had a spotless ERA with Toronto until this series, until this four-game losing streak, he was the losing pitcher in the finale against Houston, although not his fault because Bo Bichette threw away what should have been the third out of the inning, and then Jordan Alvarez hacked the game, as he is wont to do, because why else? Why wouldn't he do that? But just the entire, like, like, 
order that's being trotted out there has been so ridiculously bad. The Blue Jays are second to last in the American League in runs given up this season at 271. The starter's ERA is 458, which isn't bad, especially when you consider that Chase Anderson and Tanner Roark have not performed at all this season. They have been terrible. Chase Anderson's been more productive on the IL than he has on the mound. But the bullpen ERA is just absolutely stupid. 536 now after tonight's game. Dead last in the American League. Like it it's just really it it's like the worst version of Sophie's choice. Like at least at Sophie's choice you feel like someone's gonna be saved. So there's something coming out of this hard decision. Now it's just like, well, which arm am I putting out there to blow the game this time? Like I said, Stammen did it in the finale against Houston on Thursday night in that just after after Barucki got injured and they almost came back and managed to hold off Baltimore. Nope. Rafael Delis gives up three runs in an inning. Brian Moran gave up a two-run home run to salt it. It's just, you, you can't rely on them. That 9-2 game yesterday that I got insanely pissed off about. Watching six runs score in that eighth inning. Watching Craig Stammen just get lit up. Watching Justin Miller making his debut for the Blue Jays. Be unable to find the freaking strike zone. Like, even tonight, you know, like... He had a really good performance tonight from Sam Gaviglio. And it's sad that I have to hold the performance of Sam Gaviglio as the torchlight to my heart to try and keep faith. But Ken Giles comes in. There's no room for error. And he made an error. That double to Mancini was the winning blow. Because the Blue Jays couldn't do anything against a double-A arm. And... You know, it's it's just sad when there's no one you can throw out. Even Giles, you can't throw him out there without thinking, all right, what is he is he going to be able to get a clean inning out of this? Because they have not been able to. There are three pitchers in that bullpen right now that have wars above zero, according to the out of the park reference for war. One of them is Stammen. Who's at 0.1 even after his blow up on Friday night. One of them is Gavilio, Also at 0.1 probably after his performance tonight. And then the leader of war in war in the bullpen that's active right now is Anthony Bass at 0.2. He has an ERA of 7.13 on the season. He should not have a plus war. And... Unfortunately, I kind of knew this was going to be the case when, you know, the the Danny Salazar experiment came to an abrupt end because Danny Salazar was going to be on the All-Star team. The way he was pitching 4-0, sub-2 ERA, like, it, it made that bullpen so much better. Just having that arm that you could confidently throw out there for two and a half innings just 
you know, to to get you through if if the starter blew up or or had to be pulled. And that safety net isn't there anymore. And it's clear that the Blue Jays don't have the length and don't have the ability. And I know this is a long stretch for them. Tomorrow is the final game of a 17-game run without an off day. But, like, that's that's why you're supposed to be moving as a team. And just the baton passing from, from starter to bullpen has been... Like, trying to pass an eel in a 4 by 4 relay race. And just it just keeps getting dropped. And that's that's a disheartening thing when you, you can't even have faith in who you're going to. So, I don't know. That's it. I'm, I'm vented out. Thank you all for, for putting up with that. And we'll, we'll try and talk about some happier things. All-star voting started. Um, in the simulation league. So we'll talk about what Blue Jays are performing well in the balloting. And and surprisingly, there are a couple. So we'll talk about that. Um, if you want to keep t- tabs on this season that I'm running, feel free to follow me at A underscore J underscore Andrews on Twitter. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, however you get podcasts, you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. And I will be back tomorrow, hopefully in a better mood. Hopefully I can, you know, hang my hat on a Blue Jays win or something just to get back to 500 before this off day on Monday because I could, I could just use a win right now. Just all I want. Only wants a win. That that would be great. So we'll see if we can get that. And now that we're at the end of this episode, why don't you see about checking Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen to get ready for when baseball does come back. And you don't have to rely on simulations that seem broken in favor of inferior teams or cheating teams. But Scott Cullen will get you ready for that upcoming season so check that out just tell your smart device hey smart device play locked on fantasy baseball and it'll happen and we'll see you here next time so for everyone at the locked on podcast network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com i'm aj andrews thank you so much for listening to this episode of locked on jays sponsored by built bar use that code locked on at builtbar.com get ten dollars off of your purchase and y'all take care